This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 211, Should Home Ownership Still Be the American Dream? by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. And I'm your host, Dan. I'm here every Monday through Friday, delivering you in podcast form some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And today's post comes from Financial Samurai, and uh, it's a question that pops up often here on the show, the whole renting versus buying debate. And I think we've seen both sides from different authors on the podcast, but haven't yet heard from Sam on this, so this should definitely be very interesting. Before we get into today's post, we are less than two weeks away from another of our book giveaways. We give away a book to a random person on our mailing list on the first of every month, and not only that, but you get some free spreadsheets from us to help you optimize your life. So if you want to be part of that for free, come by oldpodcast.com and simply enter your email address. You'll get those spreadsheets sent to you immediately, and you'll be entered into the raffles automatically. Or for a faster way to join, you can also text the word financial to the number 44222. And with that, let's jump right into the post and start optimizing your life. Should Home Ownership Still Be the American Dream? By Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. There have been numerous studies performed over the years which clearly outline the social benefits of home ownership. In the mid-2000s, it was nearly impossible to argue against the advantages of owning a home. Research showed that homeownership led to increased education for children, lower teenage pregnancy rates, and a higher lifetime annual income for children. And these are just the advantages to family life. This doesn't even account for the advantages versus the alternative, renting. The government has seen this research and done their best to encourage new homebuyers to enter the marketplace. Are the statistics they are looking at still accurate? Should homeownership still be the American dream? If you aren't disciplined enough to save up 20% of a home's purchase price, you shouldn't be buying. Forever soaring home prices used to reward these risk-takers with an inflated net worth and a false sense of wealth, but having 0% equity in anything can hardly be classified as ownership. What if I can come up with data that discourages people from purchasing a home? My goal is not to turn off everybody. My back hair accomplishes this but rather turn off those that aren't ready. The discouraging data. While I may not be very inclined when it comes to Microsoft Excel, my girlfriend can be referred to as the Sultan of Spreadsheets. Her job is to extract the data. My job is to manipulate it. Together, we looked at the following information. States, homeownership by state, the happiest states, average salary by state, and average credit score by state. The hypothesis. The states with the highest percentage of homeownership should have the best credit, the highest salaries, and should be the happiest states. Results and notes one. West Virginia is the least happy state. West Virginia has the highest percentage of homeownership. West Virginia has the third lowest income. Results and notes two. Hawaii is the happiest state. Hawaii has the second lowest percentage of homeownership, and Hawaii has the third best credit score average. Results and notes three. Mississippi is the third least happy state. Mississippi has the third highest percentage of homeownership. Mississippi has the worst credit score average. Mississippi has the lowest income and the highest poverty rate. Conclusion one. My hypothesis and what the government expects was found to be inaccurate. It was actually the exact opposite. The state with the highest homeownership, West Virginia, turned out to be the least happy state. The unhappiness could be because of the people purchasing the homes. The average salary of West Virginians in 2010 was $35,370. I tried to find a correlation between the low income and the high percentage of homeownership, but there is none. 
The average West Virginia home value, according to Zillow.com, a site to check sales and values, is $92,900. Even if they financed the entire amount, including taxes, insurance, and PMI, the monthly payment isn't affordable $595. If budget were a problem, they would be higher on the poverty list, not the unhappy list. Conclusion two, Hawaii is considered to be the happiest state. They also have the second lowest percentage of homeowners. You could say that this is a bad example because Hawaii is just different. The language, the lifestyle, the remoteness, each of these attributes allow Hawaii to be a dream in itself. Who needs a home when you can sleep on the beach and not be bothered? While it's true that the island is different, the lack of homeownership cannot go unnoticed. I say this because Hawaii has the third highest credit score average. It's not like they are ignoring modern civilization and using seashells as a viable form of payment. They are swiping and smiling, but not buying. Conclusion three, Mississippi proves my point. What happens when people who shouldn't buy houses buy houses? hits the fan. Any underwriter or human can look at the above statistics and conclude that Mississippians should not be purchasing homes. Having the lowest income available and the worst credit score average hardly gives you the criteria to have the third highest percentage of homeowners. It's no wonder they have the highest poverty rate. My only concern is that Mississippi is only the third least happy state. That reeks of too much optimism. Owning San Francisco property has been the American dream, but I should probably sell now. You just listened to the post titled, Should Homeownership Still Be the American Dream? by Sam of FinancialSamurai.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com OFD. Again, that's gusto.com OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And definitely a different perspective than we've heard from our other authors here on the show, although our minimalist authors would probably say something similar, especially when it comes to taking on too much debt. And once again, as I reminded you at the top of the show, if you want to be entered into our book raffles, which happen every month, and also get some helpful spreadsheet tools from us, just swing by oldpodcast.com and sign up for our weekly newsletter. You can also do that by texting if you just text the word financial to the number 44222. That's financial to 44222, and either way works. I'm going to leave it at that today. Tomorrow, we're going to hear the start of a two-part post from J.D. Roth of Money Boss talking about financial empathy. So stay tuned for that post tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more 
from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.